In this episode we're going to be covering lead generation and this is the first of a six-part series on how to get your business to boom and uh, we're going to be starting with how to attract more and better quality leads into your small business. Right, so if we look at small business owners and I'm taking the town that I come from, maybe the country that I live in, I live in South Africa, uh, but I'm sure this is a a generalization of, of small businesses globally. So invariably a small business will be started via a number of reasons. So first things first, uh, you might find somebody uh, being really good at what they do. So for example, a good plumber, a good electrician, a good artisan, a uh, good engineer for that matter. And there comes a time in any entrepreneur's journey where they realize and feel that they can do the job uh, better by doing it themselves. And what happens is the progression from employee to self-employed happens. So they quit their job. They may have their first vehicle and plumbing kit or electrical kit in the back of the bucky and, and off they go and start their solo journey as a solopreneur. And which is fantastic because let's be honest, small business is the heartbeat of any local economy and there's no denying that. But what happens is the small business owner in, invariably is very good at what they do. So they may be very good at plumbing, electrical, widget businesses, whatever it is. And because that is the case, they go and, and, and set their own business up. But when you register your business and you open your bank account and you do the necessary legalities, there isn't a stage in that process where anybody ha where, where somebody hands you a manual across the table and says, you know what, you just stick to these key formulas uh, in running your small business and you're going to be successful. Unfortunately, uh, those lessons come from the hard knock university of life. And... Um, and what I'm trying to do with this podcast and with this particular series is to try and help fast track some of the learning and just to help small business owners really get an understanding of what's possible uh, and how to incorporate a new software into their business. A new version of a new software which is just a bit more updated and a little bit more uh, conducive to the environment around and, and hopefully in doing so um, unlock some thinking and lots of creative ideas around just how to do business a little bit differently. So hopefully there'll be some inspiration and some, some takeouts, key points for you, and I'd love to hear back from you. Um, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are regarding this. And um, yeah, hopefully we can we can make a difference in the world around us. You know, I think one of the, the biggest reasons that's compelled me to do this podcast is having personally suffered immensely through, through our lockdown, our COVID lockdown. Um, I've seen small businesses just being taken out at the knees, left, right, and center all over the place, um, not only in the town I live in and the country I live in, but obviously around the world. And as a business coach, I've been working for just over six years now as a business coach. Um, before this, having owned uh, a few businesses and, and sold some businesses, um, I've settled on business coaching. And the reason being is that I'm passionate about nurturing individuals. I'm passionate about working with people uh, to get a better result in their lives, you know, um, so when lockdown happened last year, uh, I was affected immensely. I probably lost about 75% of my business, um, which happened in space of two weeks. So, so it hit me hard. It hit me really, really hard. And um, you know, obviously, I wasn't the only one that that had happened to. Uh, and what made it difficult was, was I had to hold the space of of coaching my existing clients or my clients that stayed with me through through the troubles that they were going through as well. So, so it really was a tough. Life was tough. Life was really, really tough. Um, but 
the gratitude I had for that period of time and the grateful space I found myself in was that we were forced to think about different, better, new strategies, new philosophies, new ways of thinking, new ways of doing business just to get by. And um, especially in today's episode of Lead Generation, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about six well, I'm gonna talk through six key areas that I've just picked up as being really, really profound. If you can work through these in your business now um, and just unwind and unwire the existing lead generation system in your mind as a as a business owner, um, and just think about a different mindset when you think about lead generation, um, then we can start to make an active difference uh, in your business and obviously in the world around us. Okay, so let's get started. So I think the first point is more of an understanding and a, and, a, and a questioning, really. It's to understand why does your business need more leads? That's a fairly obvious question. Well, we have more leads, we have more business, we make more money. And that is true, and it is, it is ultimately the, the heartbeat of any business. Um, and remember, when we talk about leads, we're really talking about lead generation. Uh, sorry, marketing. Um, marketing, in essence, is all about how do we attract leads into our business. Now, the the fascinating thing about lead generation is that a lot of people assume it to be marketing, uh, uh, sorry, assume it to be advertising, where it's how colorful your logo looks, um, where it's positioned on the adverts, uh, how active you are on social media platforms, and and so on and it couldn't be far more or further from the truth marketing is knowing your numbers marketing is knowing your demographics marketing is understanding the world around you understanding the the, the playing field so that you're able to to strategically place yourself in front of prospects that are looking for what it is that you supply so one of the the catches that that trip small business owners up is they get drawn into a trap of familiarity and I'm not picking on any particular strategy because every strategy will work differently uh, in, in, in different different businesses but when strategies don't work um, we often are blindsided to other opportunities that might work so for example uh, I've known and coached business owners who have spent fortunes uh, on yellow page advertising now, all you have to do is to look at the yellow pages and, and realize that that printed book that comes out every year gets thinner and thinner and thinner. So, so what got a business to a point in time 15 years ago is not going to be the same thing that's going to work today. So we have to be agile in our approach to marketing. We have to really stay on top of the numbers. And to the point of nausea, I coach my clients around understanding the data. You've got to know the data in your business. You've got to understand what your historic numbers are telling you, especially when it comes to your marketing. So that leads on to why it's important to understand why your business needs leads. What are you? What is the reason for your business needing leads? Have you lost a lot of business through other environmental issues? So lockdown and COVID being number one on everyone's lips at the moment. Have you run a poor business where you've churned leads out of your business and you've helped build your, your competitor's business? Has your market taken a, uh, a shift in terms of potentially a government regulation that's now caused you know, your business to, to, to dry up the leads tap? What's happened? 
So the first here is to, is to look at your leads as if you were flying a helicopter. And I often tell my clients, as corny as it may be, is you know, you've got to learn to fly a helicopter. And, and just thinking about what it takes to learn to fly a helicopter is you've got to get in for the first practical and you've got to take that helicopter three, four, five feet, meters at least off the ground and you've got to learn to hover that helicopter and you've got to keep it still in the air and you've got to bring it back down again. Now, learning to do the same thing in your business is potentially just as hard as it is to learn to fly a helicopter. I've never sat in the seat of a helicopter control before, but I have in business. And the beauty of that is when you learn to hover your helicopter of your business and look down, you see things in a different world completely. You see things in a different way. So understanding why your business needs more leads or why your business could do with more leads is the first first place to start. And, and obviously it is to increase business and to increase potential business because we haven't really done anything with these leads yet. You've just attracted them to our business. So Understanding where your leads, why your business needs leads is the first place to start because that's going to unlock a rabbit hole of discovery um, and it's going to allow, force us to face up to some realities and potentially some demons in the closet when it comes to our business. So the next point I want to talk about is can your business handle the kind of, of influx that a successful lead generation campaign will have? Now, fortunately, it's never happened, but... We've certainly heard of cases where a business owner has found the magic formula and has attracted a number, a large number of leads into a business. And in doing so, through a number of other factors, whether it be profit margins or an ability to deliver or fulfill, the business finds itself in a worse position than it did before by not being able to fulfill um, uh, what it's going to take to, or sorry, to fulfill a, a new um, full sales pipeline. So the first thing to think about is, can my business handle an influx of leads? Are we equipped? Do we have the tools? Do we have the capacity? Do we have the infrastructure? Do we have the supply chain? Do we have the expertise? Do we have all those things? And if the answer is no, again, it's important to sit down with your team and work that out. The other advantage of this, and this is where we get slightly more goal-orientated, is that once we focus on these areas in business, the world, the universe, God, the infinite, divine, whatever you want to call it, conspires to give you what you ask for. And when you start applying the right sort of energy in your business and you start making the necessary changes to accommodate the points I'm talking about now, it's interesting what happens. The phone starts to ring, the leads start to pick up, then queries start to come in, and the, 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 the free flow can, can happen. And... And that's only through um, through putting a lot of effort and attention to the right those areas. And also, when business is bad, it sometimes it's very difficult to focus on these things. Sometimes you're just too busy putting the fires out, and that's okay. And that's why we're doing things like this podcast, so that it hopefully you can un- and give you some some breathing space that you can step back and look at look at these things differently. So, so the third area is what worked before. Um, what worked before in your business? If you had to go old school, when you started your business, what was the number one, number two, number three, top lead generating strategies that your business did? Now I mentioned yellow pages, so not to diss anything, but you know you might have done stuff like that in the past. 
your business may have suited that kind of, of, of audience. But what did you do back in the day that generated a lot of leads? Because what happens is that some businesses will get really, really busy because they've marketed well. And when the workload picks up and the, 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 the job card books are flying out and everything's rosy, uh, the first thing to do is to stop the marketing because now there's too much focus on having to do the work. So the, the proverbial seesaw happens. Now, going back to old school simply means going back in time to a point in time where your business was working, where things were happening. What did it look like back then? And potentially there's some information, again, in the data that can help you. And it might be as simple as going back to some of those strategies that you did back in the day to help get your business to, to move forward again. You know, we'll talk about strategies in, in this podcast, later on this podcast, and, or later in this episode at least. And potentially we may splinter off a few more and focusing on, on, on lead generation strategies. But what we have today, and this is the, the thing we need to appreciate the most about lead generation, is that we have an abundance of different strategies, more focused on delivering results than we've ever had in any point in time before. You know, with the advent of, of digital and and specifics around the big the you know the big advertising companies Facebook, uh, Google, LinkedIn, these guys have spent billions and billions of dollars finding the best ways to find the right prospect for you and your business. So so we've got to think about these things and and potentially if if your business did a bunch of things in the past that could be revamped and re you know re upgraded and as I like to call it the operating system upgrade. You know, potentially just looking at an upgrade of your operating system in terms of your old lead generation strategies. So go back to old school, see what it looked like. Right, so so that does lead me to the fourth point, and this is around developing a marketing framework, if you like to call it. This is developing a specific a roadmap, uh, and this is where a lot of small business owners also don't have the time or the, the foresight to think about this um, because their business is busy, because they are the the, the wear of all the hats um, in business. It's hard to, to focus again on creating a marketing plan. But I have a simple strategy, and that strategy is this. It's called a 5 by 20. So if you take five areas that you can potentially market your business, and all you're going to look for is 20% per each of those five strategies. So if you can document and implement and look for and, and come up with five strategies on how to market your business, and all you want to achieve is 20% interest, because remember it's at the lead stage, 20% interest per five, per five pillars, you will have a, a marketing machine which will constantly fill your business with leads time and time again. So what do I mean by the 5 by 20? So let's take a very simple approach to this. Let's take a, 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 current, a current business doing uh, printing. Uh, let's take a widget business. doesn't matter what it is. What are five areas that, that, that a business like that could, could use to generate leads? Well, well, let's look at one being digital. Okay, so digital is one strategy. But for the purpose of this podcast, I'm going to... I'm going to splinter that out. So in digital, we have websites, we have 
Google AdWords, we have Google My Business, we have social media, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have LinkedIn, we have newsletters, we have search engine optimization, we have click funnels, we have lead magnets, we have squeeze pages. The list goes on and on and on, and that's just in digital. So, so let's class digital as being one strategy. Another strategy, and this is one which, as the world gets more digital, and as we, begin, we, we, we get braver behind our social media handles, our ability to network gets, gets decreased and it gets sidelined. So it's far too easy to jump on a Zoom call or to jump on a comments box in a, in a social media post um, and and what really matters these days, and this is what we miss, is a human-to-human -human contact. So joining a network meeting group, going for a picking up the phone and going for a cup of coffee with a client, um, you know, to just getting out and networking, joining chamber chamber events, going to BNR meetings, whatever that might be for you, networking proves, still proves to be the best strategy uh, to generate any sort of leads in your business. People will only buy from people that they like, know, and trust. And it's very, very difficult to get your squeeze page to generate a like, know, and trust. It can be done, and it should be done for it to be effective. But nothing beats a face-to-face a -face communication, a relationship that's built, um, and a conversation that's had, hands down. So networking becomes um, an important one. Another strategy could be print media, so you might find yourself in your local um, your local neighborhood newspaper, um, you might find yourself uh, doing flies at the robots, uh, you might find that getting into the school the school run uh, newspaper runs or magazine runs might, might, might be effective. There's many options in print that still work and are still effective. So, so these are three areas we've talked about. The fourth theory, one of the fourth, well, the fourth theory, and I don't know why it's so low down the list for me, but it's it is your referrals. So your referrals become a, a golden source of, of lead generation for you. Now, if you do a good enough job and your 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 work ethic is is of a high standard, your business could be solely built on referrals. And here's the other thing too. You know, and I think we all need to put our hand on our heart and say Mia Cooper, but how many of us actually do ask for referrals? How many of us actually say, listen, you know, I hope you've enjoyed what we've done. Um, who do you think, do you know of anybody else who might benefit from what we do? You know, and if you've done a good enough job, you, you will not have a problem with uh, your clients revealing the top 10 candidates in their phone book. So referrals become a very, 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 very powerful strategy. And what I'd recommend in doing with you in, in working with your referrals is is develop a referral strategy. So develop a referral strategy which which encourages uh, people to refer business to you. You know whether it be a thank you bottle of wine or a box of chocolates or whatever it might be, or a handwritten note or just a phone call expressing your gratitude for that. Develop some strategy which allows the referral to be thanked, and the natural attrition of this process is that that person is going to want to carry on giving you quality referrals so so when you do a referral strategy make it make it one that is um, make it something that is that is of high impact uh, it can go a long way and guess what it costs you it costs you next to nothing
And another, another marketing strategy, which is now the fifth strategy, would be something like strategic partnerships. So if your business relies on, on, on synergistic businesses around you, you know, how, how are you, and what are you doing to strengthen the relationships with those strategic partners? So they are able to source work for you. They are able to include you in their thought process when they are finding work or having conversations with, with prospects or whatever the story might be. Develop a strong strategic network where, where on, a, on an ongoing basis you're meeting and discussing and talking to and encouraging and, and finding ways on how you can help them market their business. So the areas that I've covered in the 5 by 20 strategy are pretty much something you can be doing right now. They don't cost a single cent. If you want to revamp your website and add a Google AdWords campaign, those will cost you some. Those will, those will, that might cost you some money to set up. But invariably, you don't have to do anything that's going to cost you any money. The the cost will come in a few bob for a cup of coffee or a, a bit of time here and there, but it's well worth it. So if your business is battling for leads, there's five easy strategies for you to to uh, to implement. And all you want to be doing is you know keeping measurement of this. How many referrals did I get this month? You know, um, how many strategic partnerships did I create this month? How many leads did I, did I get from them? How many inbox messages did I get from Facebook? How many um, lead generation uh, e uh, website queries did I get off my website? How many qu uh, messages did I get on Google My Business? You know, measure those numbers. Because once you measure those numbers, the measuring of those strategies will tell you which strategies are working and which ones aren't. Right, so that takes me to point number five in, our, um, in the six key areas of, of lead generation, and that is measuring your numbers. Find a simple way to, to measure the numbers that are coming through from what strategy. When the call comes through for a, for a request for a quote or for a request for work, one of the first questions you should be asking is, so just so I can help you better and just so I can you know, just help our business better, how, how, where, where did you hear about us? Oh, I saw your sign on the side of the road, or I saw your flyer at the robots, or I saw your post on Facebook. And it's to make a mental note and it's to make a documented note of where that lead came from. Because the more you understand where the numbers are coming from and what strategy you're using, you will have one or two or three of those five strategies I spoke about previously being your key strategies, which allows you to tame, trim back the others and apply more energy and effort to the ones that are working. But you're only going to know that by creating a, a structure around understanding what the numbers are telling you. You're welcome to reach out. I've got a template which I'm happy to share with anybody, which is a simple, simple leads and conversion strategy, uh, sorry, leads and conversions template, which allows you to track your lead information, um, the, the strategy used, um, and obviously the conversion that, uh, that can hopefully take place. I'm happy to share that. So there's, your, there's the, the, the point number five. Really get to understand, sorry, point number six. Get to understand your critical numbers. The last point I want to talk about is um, once you've developed a thinking and a mindset around your leads and the importance of your lead generation in your business, create a stepped sales process. Now, the why this is important is because your leads are going to need to go through some series of steps to ensure success that they convert to a paying client. 
Now again, small businesses find it very small business owners find it very difficult to find the time to do this kind of thing. But if you created a step sales process that ensured that your clients uh, that your prospects could be fed into a system which adequately serves them along the journey of doing business with you, you're going to go a long way in converting those into into paying clients. Now, all I'm saying is understand that when a lead comes into your business, it is so important to treat that lead as if it were gold. What are you going to do with that lead? How do you ensure that that lead gets serviced um, time, on, a, on time and adequately um, so that you get your conversion into a paying client? All right, so there's six key areas of lead generation. I hope it's been useful. Um, I, I know if you focus on these areas, you will have an, an immediate impact in, 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 in just in the way you see your, your, business, your lead generation in your business and obviously um, in how you can increase the, the, the conversion from a lead to a, to, a business, uh, to a client's new business. All right, so stay tuned for more episodes. And there's more to come in uh, getting your business to boom again. Um, and hope you've enjoyed the lead generation. Thanks for listening and see you at the next episode.